All right, welcome to Craft and Curl. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... <laughs> That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, everyone, we are live. Welcome back to Craft and Puro's episode 61. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Right? Um, we're sitting here. We're going to do, we're doing the, we wanted to do not necessarily like a traditional kind of like quote unquote pairing and go with like Alec Bradley's Filthy Hooligan or any of that weird shit. So we're doing Crown Heads four kicks instead of Clover. So it's four kicks and then we poured a couple of Guinness. We're starting there. And then I'm getting ready to pour. These guys will introduce themselves, but I'm gonna do some pouring. Uh, we're starting with the Bushmills Irish Single Malt, 10 years, uh, matured in two woods. So we'll get into that, but why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Well, I am the Bourbon Cowboy. Yes, he is. Uh, this is Andrew from over at Lit. Pretty boy you Snyder. You guys know the name. I mean, Pretty boy I, don't, I don't have any. Baby well, Drew. we'll have to come up Baby with Drew, Baby Drew. Other than that, no. Baby Drew. Baby Drew. Drew. <laughs> and... Oh, Scooby Drew. Scooby <laughs> Drew. I like that. <laughs> and then there is also... Uh, yeah, so much of Cheetos. Thanks to drink whiskey. Man, that was so non-energetic. So, a uh, quick note, I, I shot him a video. I says, Janine, let's just go up to 19 North, have just a little simple dinner, a few drinks, come back. Tomorrow's going to be a big day. I'm excited. And end up sitting next to this couple, and I look over, and he's got a goddamn Dixon on. He's wearing my, uh, my Jericho. <laughs> That's funny. So the next thing I know, we got drinking with them, and oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah, see? The, Good people. The, the, the Dixons are also a new means of bonding. Yeah, right on. Yeah, we also, yesterday, um, the chief of police of Baldwin, Missouri, crazy. is going to actually, he's a huge... Huge whiskey nut, and I actually have a fun question that he asked me yesterday that I thought was interesting before we get into all the Irish stuff. Okay, Old Granddad 114. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you know who the face on that bottle is? Uh, is it a famous character? Oh, oh yes. Um, Andrew Jackson? It is Sir Basil Hayden. Sir ba is Basil, Basil Hayden. Hayden. That is the man whose face. That is his bust that's on the bottle. And does Basil Hayden have any connection to old granddad? No. I have no idea. I didn't look that far into it. I just thought it was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I thought it was fun. <laughs> and then I was sitting over there at any guns and some guy says, Hey, I recognize your voice. You look familiar. And then when I heard your voice, he goes, I listened to your guys' podcast. I love it. And I'm just like 
man, this is kind of working out. People are listening. It's great. Trying to say, get on board, and get the fuck out. Just saying. Um, yeah, so we're sitting here. We're getting ready to fire into these uh, four kick supplies. Now, this is the OG four kicks, the original four kicks release um, from Crown Heads. It's actually funny. I remember the first four kicks I ever had that everybody looks goes after now. Uh, no, the he sorry, the Heatley Grange was the drumstick, but. Uh, uh, there was a four kicks Lancero that dropped and it was a 10 count box absolutely amazing um, really good so we're trading the clovers for kicks four kicks um, doing that we got the Guinness porn Andrew's joining us I, um, so it's finally good to get him on the microphone. Huh. I've said hi one or two times. Yeah, yeah, but you got to do a lot more than that now. Yeah, Sorry. you got to be yeah. animated. You got to get into it. Scooby Drew doing it. Studs, so it's on. Changing on my phone right now. It's Scooby oh. Drew. Scooby Drew. We got the Frenchman from the ner uh, North. The North. The Squirming German from Belleville, Illinois. German. Oh, we actually had a. Uh, one of our um, podcast followers came in today from Belleville. No, further than that, Illinois. Three hours. He drove three hours down here. Came out here and grabbed a peacemaker from table thirty-six. Yeah. Sat down. Funniest thing, right? He comes in, say hi. Have no idea who he, who he is. Mike, you're listening to this. It'd be funnier than shit. He sits down. Phone dings. Get tagged at Craft Imperial from Lit. The guy's sitting over here, and I look up. He looks at me, and he goes. And I was like, hey, <laughs> nice to meet you. He goes, I knew who you were. I'm like, the mask. Yeah, this is the mask. I didn't know Absolutely. who you were. <laughs> but um, all right, well, let's start this. Let's cheers this Guinness. Uh, we all enjoy this. Everyone knows what Guinness is. Brian, or Andrew, cheers, buddy. Scrooby Drew. Scrooby Drew? Scrooby Drew. He's like Belushi in the Animal House. He's in charge of giving everybody their names. You I are Flounder. Really I have done really good. Why Flounder? Why not? <laughs> You're Flounder. Um, yeah, so we're doing a, we're doing some cool specials on cigars at Lit today. It doesn't really matter because by the time you hear this, it's not going to be going on anymore. Uh, well, one of them will be, I think. Uh, but all the uh, Kappa Special 4Kick stuff is on special. If you buy any 10 4Kicks, you get a Crown Heads hat. Um, Guinness is buy two, get one, and all Irish whiskey is 50 cents off today. So that's been pretty cool. It's actually funny. The reason we're doing this podcast on a Wednesday and not a Thursday is if you remember last year, we were supposed to either, where were we supposed to? Oh, we were supposed to be with Niche and... Uh, Wait, well, we were supposed to be somewhere I remember at Seven the, Gables. The, the, Seven Gables. We, we were we were at uh, at my house. Yeah, yeah. And and you came with the with the bookers that, that had just come out that day. Yeah. We're actually just talking about that with this other gentleman. Uh, I'd say his name, but I, I, I might have it wrong, so I don't want to embarrass me or him. But he, he's involved with the wine um, outfit over here. I, I, I'll say it wrong. STL Wine Market? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, what's his name? He's a big wine collector. The guy I told you, is his name Mark? Yeah, no, no. Uh, his name's... But he's Greg. Uh, Greg's he's a regular something. here, but he knows of us. And yeah. Um, yeah. But we're here. So St. Patrick's Day, we're, we're open. And last year we got, we were going to go, had all these plans, and it got canned. So we were like, uh, 
we crashed his house. We drank that um, that green spot. Wasn't it the special green spot that we drank yes, last year? It was, the, it was the green spot finished in uh, Bordeaux casks. I think it's Cabernet Sauvignon from the only Irish-owned Bordeaux I mean, uh, winery in Bordeaux, France. Nice. And then they did a, a, another release partnering with um, American Chateau Montalena in, in Napa. So also also because they have Irish ancestry. It's kind of funny that there are a lot more Americans who claim that they're Irish than there are Irish people in Ireland. But Yeah, it's funny how that works, right? <laughs> unless everyone's, unless every Irish woman that came over during the famine was a whore. There's <laughs> not that many Irishmen running around. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, but, uh, so Andrew, you've been getting into cigars a lot. Before we cheers up this Bushmills, um, you've been smoking through four kicks like crazy. Yeah. Right? Been going through crown heads. Yep. Got a box know. at home. So. Get a little crown heads tattoo on you here real soon. Oh, for you know? sure. Yeah. So we can match, of course. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Make it cute. Yeah. I'm not growing my hair out though. So should, I just cut it for you. Yeah. yeah but since, oh, you, since you're going clean shaven, you should you should get the uh, you should get it right on your Adam's apple. Oh, just right here. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And do like a vertical like sternum sleeve. Maybe a, a chain with a Scooby biscuit on your neck. Oh. Okay. That okay. is perfect. And put BDD in the biscuit baby yeah. drew drew it's gonna be drew <laughs> or sd so yeah it's gonna be drew you paying uh, for it huh you paying for it hell yeah my artist is coming tonight we'll do it love it we'll do here, it uh tonight. yeah we'll do it right here just lean that head back and pull ice it up and tattoo yeah. up man um all right so here's the thing and this is actually gonna be really funny for this podcast you know anything about irish whiskey nothing you know anything about irish whiskey I deliberately read a, a, a book on it years ago, but I just don't drink a whole lot of Irish whiskey. I know whiskey that proper I, 12 and Jameson sucks dick. So that's uh, what I know about Irish whiskey. Well, I know which, I know which, which ones I, I, I really like. I mean, obviously, Green Spot is one that I that I really appreciate. But Yeah, but see, and, and this is where this draws in, too, because we're drinking a 10-year age statement, and then we're going to go to 15 soon, too, right? Hi. And, um, and we're... Uh, how you doing, man? Originally, we had talked about how, like, two of the only real... Like, Jameson has an 18 year right single barrel is it good i don't know i've never had it but the only real age statement irish whiskeys were red rest and green spot right but we're looking right now so let's cheers this tin here and then let's see what we can get out of this yeah Ooh. Pretty floral. They literally never drank Irish whiskey, ever. Well, so there actually is some peated Irish whiskey too, like Cunavara. I know. Cunavara. I, know. I actually I know. like this. Speaking of, speaking of Mike, there he is. Mike, come meet the crew, man. So it's Bourbon Cowboy. You can meet him face to face. Hey, how you doing, man? Right. This is the Mad Russian. And this is a Scooby Drew. This is one of the owners here at Lit. Yeah. That's me too. So Squirtin' German's not making it. Yeah, but you're here. So grab a seat, have a drink, and hang out, my man. Cool. Um, so literally never drink Irish whiskey. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Um, so it's interesting. Floral, yeah, right? But I still pull, like, on the nose, like, young to eight, ten-year scotches, like Highland scotches that are real orangey, like citrusy orangey. Yes. It's like that, but it's almost like it's poison. Not that one. Oh. Oops. Mm. 
I see. So this is Oloroso oh, Cherry finished. Really, I have to be honest. I mean, that's I. I really, for my palate, I kind of like that. I don't know. Yeah, I um, I can see why you put higher soot in coffee. It's not all that peaty. It's just whatever peat I'm getting. It may be because it's like overran by a little floral notes or whatever. But it's not too bad. I'm not saying I would drink it all the time. This is more. Uh, this it's not this bad. to me more runs like uh, like Japanese whiskeys, rice grain whiskeys. That's how how that kind of feels. I can it's see more that. it's I more um, like clicky on the top. It doesn't it, you don't it doesn't drink down. It like goes in like you get speed bumps on the way. You know, but it, it just kind of dissipates. It's a little different. It like comes in there, you get the flavors, and then wham, it's kind of gone. And for ten years, I mean, the color on it that's like a light honey. Like it's not it's not dark at all. What does it say? Um, it says two cast finish on there. So what are the Andrew? What's it say yeah, for the so barrel? You got the bourbon first, and uh, a Oloroso sherry cask. So it definitely spent more time in a bourbon barrel than it did sherry. You know what, Mark? Slide your bag, and we'll let we'll let Mike slide in here and hang out. Wow, um, that's good. I want to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Sorry. I would say at like first, second drink, whatever. After, no, no. Go that way. Go that way. Oh. He'll slide in right here. If you want to grab that one, uh, he can come right here. Um, if when he uh. When you get deeper into it, first, second, whichever drink, uh, it gets more malty, which I find unique. Is isn't is that triple pot still? No. Single pot still? Don't know. Oh, see, that's a form of distillation that, like, when it comes to iron, I don't understand, right? Because yes, it's still a pot still, so yes, it's still copper. Okay, so the the gases, the ethanol is leaving a lot later. Hey, Mike. Grab the chair, come over here. No, here you Just go. Pull it that chair over. Triple. Triple? But it's weird. The so the barrel that they actually put it in, season with bourbon and sherry so it's not just true bourbon or a sherry cask like so does that mean does that mean it's a stave collection so okay so are, are we saying that it's finished and um he said on the, at least 10 years is what it says in there. a season season barrel so what does season mean is that a stave like they pick staves yeah i would assume so um yeah yeah, but then finished in cherry. And I don't know how they do the how they do the staves. I I don't know. Like for instance, Maker's Mark does that too. They have a specific stave collection that they put in the barrel. They can get closer. I don't know if they hang them. How they actually do? They just dump them in the barrel. I'm not quite sure. Oh yeah, it says here. So the combination of woods makes the whiskey smooth and approachable. It's honey, vanilla, and chocolate notes. Balanced by toasted wood, ripe fruit, and a crisp, clean finish. So I can see the fruit, honey maybe. I mean, I guess you can put honey on there. Do you get any wood in that? 
No. You get any wood in that? And I don't really get any chocolate. I just get a it's sweetness well. over a little bit of a, like a, just a sweet, well, I guess a little bit of wood. Well, there's definitely a wood quality because I, th I think the vanilla is pretty strong in the nose. So, and that, that comes from the oak. But as far as a pairing, I mean, they're, you know, I mean, this four kicks is kind of in the medium range for me. I mean, it's mild somewhat, but it has some complexity. There's some flavors there. Um, I guess the sweetness helps it a little bit. I mean, it's just just a little different pairing than we're used to doing but then again yeah, I, it's st patty's day i think what it is right and like we never we don't tell anyone what to pair how to pair any shit like that right unless you're new but i don't think i think one of the things is th what is the proof on this so it's 80 proof right that's the that's why lightest. it's gone. it's not like uh, hanging around forever that is the lightest whiskey i think we've ever had by leaps and bounds you know what we I mean? probably tried a couple 80 proof um, we had the bottle and bond at 100 and then we tried the 80 uh, the white label or green label they want to call it from heaven hill we've, we've done an 80 which is really good it's just a lighter version of the, the bib the 100 proof um, but yeah it's different it's kind of nice to do some different stuff once in a while you know, if you retro, retro is, the cigar. Is that bath water? What is that you got? Is that bath water? Or? Where? That white thing there. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> it says... Is yeah, that it's, bath it's, it's, or? it's not, not bath water. coming back, man. It's, it's not bath water. Yeah. It does say bath water. I never read the bottle. Is it water? Yeah, but I thought. See, I thought. You, I thought you asked me if I'm drinking bath water. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's kind of. Oh, path water. <laughs> it's water for when you're walking a path, or. All right. Um, yeah, so I think part of what that is that that proof is so low. Even even the the four kicks sitting in that medium. Yeah. Right. Real kind of pepper on pepper on the retro. Got a good. It's like we're walking around with it. the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man kind of. Not about that much, but I'm in there. I mean, I, I like the visual, but it's like kind of a little fucking crazy. Yeah. Bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but it definitely slides under very much. Like I don't know minute, about anybody else. Maybe draw, I'm a little punchy because this whole loss of an hour has been messing me up. Dude, I haven't slept great in a week. <laughs> You have not? I have not. Since what, Saturday? Yeah, happened, I mean, right? I'm like yeah. waking up no. an hour late. My dog's even messed up. But when your so. friends leave you sitting outside listening to music, man, on a fire, smoking cigars till 5 a.m., that shit will do that to you. <laughs> when did you do that? Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday Squirt night. German went to bed and I stayed awake. <laughs> you were in Made a mistake, yeah. Oh, I thought you guys went out to Washington or... We were out there for Archer's first birthday. Oh. Belvo, my other godson. Oh, I thought you guys were out there this weekend. I didn't know you were over at Sperm and Germans. I got a lot of kids, they're just not mine. One day. And I don't own any alimony in anybody, so we're doing pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think that's what that is with this. Um, the minute you draw, 
the four kicks in and you and you you drink on the bushmills it washes it out like right away it, it goes away you know I think it's it's a little different than what you normally would want it. Mike, what did you get to drink, dude? I got the Tobo Dew 15 years. Oh, we're doing that next, so hang on. Right on. Where'd you drive down from? It's called Monmouth, Illinois. You know, Davenport. Iowa? Yeah. Yeah. Look at South Dang I was it. telling them the story about when you came in today and you sit down and get tagged on Instagram and I'm like, I know, wait, oh, there he is. All right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm curious to get through this. We'll get to that 15 next. Um, Andrew, what do you think on that, the four kicks, man? Um, I don't know. I've still got a little bit of that improvisation. Uh, Hanging around there. That's a good fucking cigar. We got to talk about it. It is thing. great. That thing um, is fantastic. I usually kind of sort of stick my nose up at that price point, but God damn, that's a good cigar. It's worth it. Every Which is that, that 2021 Avo yep. Improvisation. Oh, yeah. I haven't had that. Seven, 17 bucks. It's a double Corona, and there are two Lajeros in that. The binder is the same, same leaf as the wrapper. And then there's, yeah, binders the same leaf as the wrapper, yep. two Lajero and two Dominican fillers. Yep. So there's six fucking leaves in that little ass cigar. That looks like something that was stolen from your mother-in-law's kitchen. So it's kind the of like you're yes. going to Taco Bell. <laughs> because it's of those like bands. a taco within a taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the, che- you know, like the cheesy double stuff, like Chalupa. you got a taco within a taco and then there's some cheese in there. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the surprise it's when you bite it. Oh, I didn't know that was there. Yeah. Nice. And then there's that copper. It's beautiful. Oh, Russian. But yeah, so that was good. I mean, I'm, I'm done with that. Um, now, I have to be, I have never had Bushmills before. Any Bushmills. That I can personally, unless we've drank it at some point. I, Mark, I don't know, have we ever drank Bushmills? I've, I've never, never had Bushmills. Um, I think that's because when I go to Deerberg's, like, Bush, Bushmills Red's, like, $9 a bottle. So well, I, I kind of leave not, it sitting there. <laughs> actually, um, I, I've been in a, in, in a lot of dive bars. I'm at, and, uh, you know, the ones that don't, they don't really have a good brewski selection, that's kind of their top shelf. I've had, that's why I've, I've, I've been in a lot of places where that, that's... I drank it because that's the best they had. Right. It's not. It's not bad. Um, it's just. Uh, it's very light. Let's go with that. It's very light. Like I, even though yes, it's still whiskey. Yes, it's still alcohol. I feel like you. Uh, in that price range, right? Like seven to nine dollars a pour somewhere. There's a range of. You probably. You could probably list thirty bottles in that price range that you could have that's got more body uh, definitely more flavor more of a retro and it's higher in proof you know so it's more complex but that was well, good so tell me what is the the uh, the tobacco in this four kicks because when I retro hail I'm getting a distinct flavor that I recognize uh, coming up through there what are the hang on I have to tell you <laughs> wow 
What are you giggling about? As we get quiet. Arch. Yeah, because this isn't what I thought. So the, okay. <laughs> All right, so what's kind of cool about that is this goes back to Crownhead's initial start when uh, Huber and Miguel were working with E.P. Carrillo. So the reason this might taste familiar is I think it's the Bellicoso Avo. Ecuador Habano wrapper, Dominican binder and filler from E.P. Carrillo. So if it's Juvesian's tobacco, then Carrillo's got some of the same farms. So it may fit. It may fit in there. I wish I was good enough to recognize them. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm gonna get there. Cowboy, you start smoking one cigar and picking hill. out thirty other ones you smoked. I will murder myself outside. Yeah. But I mean, I there are just flavors that when I retrohale, I I can recognize that flavor. I just can't name it. Well, that might be the the the, the wrapper, the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on that. That might be that because uh, let's um, oh, what's something you've smoked recently? Yeah, see, even I I can't do that. Um, I don't know. The, depending on depending on the binder and filler. Uh, with Korea, no, because that was Pachardo. I don't know. I'm not gonna try. I don't know. I don't know. So you smoked a lot of different things. I mean, I it, it could be just reminiscent. A lot. Of I just looked at my uh, cigar labels. I keep as many as I can. I just looked at them and I didn't count them, but very extensive. So yeah, we've been smoking a lot of cigars, especially through this pandemic. Not that it would change. Um, I don't know, I'm finding myself more all the time after a couple days of not having a cigar. I'm just like, gotta find an hour somewhere. Yeah, I not just. Not that that's a problem for you guys. I smoke at work, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hazards of the job. I, mean, I don't know. It's weird. It sucks, but we got to do it. We're, we we'll comply with OSHA. Right. We're good. Somebody's got to do it. Hey, you know it. Um, you know, one thing I want to say about Crownheads that really kind of goes against a lot of the shit that I talk about Dominican tobacco and even our blend that's coming out. It's got Dominican tobacco on it. <laughs> if you blend properly and you use the right tobaccos, Anything is possible. I'm gonna say that. Are you done? <laughs> Get your shit together, I man. I was just thinking about uh, so, suddenly something you said made me think of a of a cigar as a as, as a as a barbecue salad. Cause, or a woman. Well, it's leaves, so you're you know gotta get it somehow, right? You are funny. You know that. You are. Um. Uh. But throwing this together, as much as I jump on Fuente about the way they blend and their Dominican tobaccos that I'm not really hip on, but then like La Florida Dominicana, like that's that's the best taste. Like you want the chocolate the Dominican has, you get Lito Gomez's stuff, right? But then a lot of EP Carrillo that's been done with Crown Edge from the get-go, a lot of that shit is Dominican, you know? Um, the Nicaraguan stuff really didn't come along until later. You know, like especially now with Pichardo being involved, um, we've got much more Nicaraguan balance coming out of, of Crown Heads. You know, speaking of that, we just got the what, quick shot. Uh, double shot. I double believe. shot from Juarez. Yeah. It's a four, four by 50. Yeah. Short little guy. It's like that uh, El Trufador from um, Tatuaje. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a little bigger, but 
Speaking of Tatuai, I still haven't gotten my box that I ordered, like, the, uh, the no, you, with the A on it. You didn't receive it? No. I, I've received two. I'm not going to buy a third, but... Of course you've been getting them, because that's why I'm not getting it, because they're sending them all to your house. Because <laughs> I, whenever I order, I'm believing that maybe something was screwed up, because I still haven't gotten mine yet. I, I had enough time to get two and join the cartel, man. So, I, 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 I'm, I like playing around and learning about new brands. So, my, my newest one was is the. Uh, I know that we're not re re we're not reviewing that. Talk, one. dude. Uh, it's for the, the podcast uh, for you. Say words. It, it's a, a Traficante. And Traficante. Yeah. So, so all of their cigars are are, are done around a criminal theme. Usually narcotics related. So like they have an El Chapo cigar. Uh, the well, I ordered. I told. I'll look it online and get the the name correct. But um, <clears throat> trying to figure out how to pronounce it is uh, Avaje. What Viaje? Viaje. V i a j e. Viaje. But Viaje. Anyway. I bought these in uh, New Orleans, and they come in like a uh, gunshot box, uh, like 12-gauge. Shotgun uh, shells. Shotgun shells, and they just introduced a new one. But then next to that, they bing me on my phone, and they have these skull bands that it's an all, pretty much an all-Nicaraguan cigar called Ghost, Shadow Ghost or something. By them, have you ever heard of them? No. So I ordered a five pack of them. They sounded like they, they would be really good. I didn't get the 12 the, gauge. Viaje is the company that makes the skull and bones and yeah. all that that you're after. Um, they do a lot of fun stuff. A lot of their tobaccos are Aganorsa and EP Carrillo that they use in Viaje. There's a, one cigar Viaje has done that I've always been after. It's called the Ghost Pepper. All right. Maybe that's what and I it, Well, this one, does it have a green, like a thick green label on it? No. Okay, it's, so it's got a uh, thick, like... It's a yellow like, uh, label with a skull head on it, and it's all Nicaragua. Oh, that's part of that Skull and Crossbone series. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah. we'll find well, hell it. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I, I, well, I, also, I, want, I want one, so make sure I smoke one. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, the other thing I was thinking, speaking of different cigars that we could uh, do on a future podcast, I would love to do Blackbird. Um, we've talked about it. Stolen Crown? Blackbird Cigars. They've got the Cuckoo, the Finch. Oh, uh, we, we smoked the, the Crow. I thought they were really good. Definitely worth uh, a round table of smoking some different ones of those. And then I actually, I know this sounds horrible. I, I text uh, Mark the other day, the Mad Russian. I says, hey, I'm just smoking my first uh, Pravada from the farm roll. And the first one I had, I, I thought it was a really good cigar. I wrote, I actually wrote down some things about yeah. it. I, I love a lot of the, 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 the farm roll products. I mean, as, as you know, I was introduced to, to the club through farm roll. That's then, Espinosa. Uh, yeah, but then, but then when I joined, I, I became Well, January roll. and February was Espinosa farm rolled, so it's all Espinosa. Yeah. Yeah. And then starting in, starting with, with the, the February one, they, they started numbering them so, so that people yes. would, would, would know. I, I, I like that system. That works. I like the, the, the newer system than the old one. Yeah. Brian. My, my only... Brian. You don't want it? Did you get your hat? So, my only disappointment with with, uh, with, 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 with that system is 
I, at the moment, I don't think you can you can, you can love something and, and buy more of it. Right. Like you don't with have to what? Me, uh, the farm road. Like no, you, you see, you you can't. So here, here's where there's a yes and a no to that, right? And Brian talked about this on our podcast with him. Everything in that farm road is or was a product Espinosa put out. So, uh, okay, okay. I, I understand that part. So, you if you go balls deep into Espinosa and buy, ev- like I told you all not to, and you found the ones you didn't like, <laughs> buy every fucking Espinosa release, you might find what that farm world was. But I guarantee the farm world stuff that you're getting, that's core line Espinosa. That's not the the five pack of army men, or it's it's not any of that weird you mean fun Ezra stuff. Zion. Ezra Zion, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. but that, even with Espinosa, their special releases, right? Like Eric Espinosa, we've talked about him a lot. Great dude, awesome guy. We talked about doing a dinner, but we might not. Whatever. Um, he, again, I feel like, and sorry, I mixed up Zion and Espinosa. There, I apologize. But the if if you're getting those unbanded and they're shipping five or four five or four 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 right we have four five four, four whatever when those ship those are they got to be baseline product because you're not because he's there's what 500 maybe 600 factory members or, or farm rolled members right now like this 2,000 cigars a month you're not pulling that away from special releases or limited editions that are going to go out and, and be in that area, you know? So you may be able to find them, but that's when it comes down to looking at Espinosa's core line. And it's, it's about mindfuckery, right? A cigar with no label. Like if you took this label off this cigar and walked in that humidor to try and find this cigar, you're going to find six that look just like it. So with that very thought, I read everything. I, I don't know if you sent the McAuliffe yes. message out to us. So I found I read all that. I found it very interesting why McAuliffe is all up in arms on this bullshit. I found it ridiculous. So I, I also find it kind of interesting that that, that club has, has, has been under such, such scrutiny um, because other other larger groups in, in, in that in the cigar well, industry t- why t- tend to consider them a threat and, and, and so they, tr- they try to get them to, but know, I think that's because order just so everybody knows it's listening yeah uh, McAuliffe put out a cease and cease pre-warning them that this is coming we're going to stop you because we're um, <clears throat> our brick and mortar they want to be a sole brick and mortar right and to their credit they did go with CI Atlantic Cigar cigarbid.com and uh, I think Smoker's Shack, and they did remove their product from online retailers. So I know they made a big deal about it. It got shared around. I know in the Facebook group, uh, it just shows the support that Pravada has. A lot of those guys started talking shit like, fuck Al McAuliffe, this, that, whatever. Brian Descend, okay, cool, they're off. Whatever. I mean, it's not, it's not a big deal. If the company's actually, but here's where it gets fun. If the company's actually going to back brick and, back brick and mortar stores, let someone in that club go onto an online store and buy those cigars. It will fuck up McAuliffe's stock trade in the industry. Because the thing that I think everyone gets so jealous about about Bryanson and Pravada and all that is that every if you look at every other club, right? No one's as involved and openly communicable as Brian is. 
right? We're nobody in the cigar world, okay? We're no. That dude drove home and did a two-hour podcast with us from his awesome purple couch, pink couch, whatever it is, right? Why? Because we're all part of Pravada. We all enjoy it. We all do this. I guess my question is just how we're sitting here talking about, okay, we know it's Espinosa or somewhere like that. I didn't see anything. I mean, how, how do how are people knowing that this is McAuliffe cigars in this last? Well, no, no, because of- no. Here's what the cease and desist is for: the McAuliffe cigars weren't being sent in the farm world. They're on the online store. Yes. Provada's got a store. If you go to Provada.com, you can go to Rare Cigars or Cigars. You can buy cigars from. Yeah. Oh. That's where I was able to find all those those 2016 almost Churchills from 101. Oh, I guess I haven't got on there and looked at that. Yeah, I, I was like, how do they, how are they even well, picking out of the farm roll or whatever? And and the, the, because of the, the 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 type of customer service that that that, that company and specifically Brian provide, it's it's very easy to develop a strong loyalty to, to them. I, I, I'm. I, I guess you can call me a disciple because I'm because I'm a proud member of, of, of that club and I and I don't see myself ever leaving. Like when I when I wanted to ask a question that I thought was more complicated than 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 what I could resolve quickly in an email and I just wanted to talk to somebody, I gave I gave him my number at the office and he he personally called me. Wow. And and he didn't even have much information about what, what we were going to talk about. See, so, that's that step above that makes you know. And that's why, like, you got to respect what he does. All the people that bought into Pravada made it his full-time job now, right? And that's why up until, I think it's closed again, but he he's responsible enough to know that it's not just for the money. Like, when he got to a point that he was having a hard time filling the Pravada club every month, he stopped it. And then people got on a waiting list. Then he hired his buddy that's helping him now, and his wife's involved, and they got the bigger space, opened it up, got a couple hundred more people in. Like, he, he's very much attuned. Yes, does he make a living on it? Yes. But does a lot of that money go into him searching cigars? Yes. And then well, he, he gets him, he that, sends that him back night, out. He was even apologetic that he was a little late, which was, I was like, hey, we're the small fry here. We're, we're just trying to get hooked up and have a discussion. Right. I mean, he's apologizing for being late, and I'm like, dude, we can't even start yet because I can't figure out how to get your sound on. <laughs> That's I'm how small waste your time fry some we more. are, but we love talking to you. We got yeah. one laptop died. We got to log this other one in. We got to get the Bluetooth set up on this speaker. and Yeah, but all right, have we gone through um, the Bushmills 10? What's our kind of thought on that? We're done with it. Maybe that was too short and sweet, but that. Well, was- I mean, I, 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 I don't hate it, and and, and, no, and I- it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really good standard, especially at, at that price point. You can you, you can easily find that at any any blue collar bar because because it's it's a decent choice. Well, I'm just saying for us switching it up and doing Irish. I mean, do we consider this Irish whiskey? It is Irish whiskey. Okay, so it's Irish whiskey for us switching it up and doing this. I found that not bad at all. Well, you know what I will say about that? That's better than Jameson Proper Twelve. I don't care what Jameson finish you have. 
it's a better whiskey. Is it on par with green and yellow and red? No, but it's a better whiskey. I'd like to look into it more and see if it's actually like his. So talk about whiskey standards, right? So we know that in the United States with bourbon, the age on the bottle the ice. is the age of the, the most amount of what is blended into the bottle to create the whiskey, right? We know that, okay? Scotland's got the one year, month, and a day thing for age on the bottle. What's Ireland's? I have it tomorrow. I take notes. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All ports, sir? Except for, uh, uh yeah, well. Over here. I feel naked right now. <laughs> I feel naked. Well, I haven't but, had this four kicks in a while. Fun fact, I've never had this one. Really? Yeah. It's the four kicks. Yeah. Everything else is other. Well, you got to remember, I was at school when we first brought these in. Oh, that's and then right. I came back, the new ones came in, smoked the hell out of those. Right, right. Um, I like it. I think when you, uh, honestly, with the Guinness, I think it does more with the Guinness than than it did with the Bushmills, you know. It, uh, when you pull it over the top, it, it, it brings this caramel creaminess over, you know. Um, hey, Jeff, can I have another Guinness when you get time? Yeah, thanks, man. Um, it, uh, the Guinness really, the, the, the caramel in the Guinness really opens and plays through with the little spice and the peanut shit you get here. Hey, this is, I will say this about the four kicks, this particular one. The retro hail is really good in this. Um, I don't know exactly, like I've said before, I don't know what I'm recognizing it, but it's really good. I really like it. So, guys, we'll enjoy this. Rusty just texted me and says he's eating at a high-end steakhouse in Nebraska. and just watched the bartender make five old fashions with Blanton's. Oh. He said, what the fuck? Bartender said table of guys are on their second round. Almost will be working to five. <laughs> now, I got to say, to make an old-fashioned with Blanton's is... I guess it's not because there's not much in an old fashioned. Oh, it's better than the Blanton's and Coke. Well, yeah, there's that like, too, yeah. I wouldn't do it with Blanton's, but whatever. Uh, I'd you know, do that speaking cocktails, you know what I'm hip on now? Mm. An old fashioned with tequila. It's absolutely fantastic. So was that without the simple syrup? Yeah, without the simple syrup. How was it? Amazing. Not Amazing. All right, so we got metrosexual Mike here. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's kind of cheers this uh, fifteen and this, so this is fifteen year Tullamore Dew. Right? Tullamore Dew Dew. Tullamore Dew. Let's see what we got here. Oh, that's got more. I mean, honestly, my initial thought, I like the 10 better than the 15. Really? I think this knocks the shit out of that 10. I think this is kind of blanded out. It's just like really? mellow as hell for me. I mean, I don't even really, 
it's mellow as hell. I, I like the 10. I, I thought the 10 had a little more flavor, profile than this. Yeah, I think that 15 is, Mike, what do you think? Huh? It's just like, ain't bad at all. It's just smooth. I mean, I can taste the flavors, but I, I thought I mean, the flavors you got a little, were a little more open on, on your the face tent. there, bro. You're like, Ugh. I mean, it's just meh, meh, meh. It's got that distinct Irish whiskey taste or smell that kind of reminds me. No of wonder that. those guys can drink a lot of this shit. Those guys? What do you mean those? The guys? Irish guys. <laughs> the Bushmillies. The Bushheads. I don't know. I think this treats. I think this treats way better. It's got more on the nose. It's much thicker. Um, I think it's lighter. Um. I think it's a much better pairing. Maybe better pairing for the I, crown heads, I think. Um, also, I think that, that the reason you're not, um, I, I think, I think, just guessing, because I don't actually know what it feels like to taste the way you taste, but I, th I, I think that the difference is that the other has, 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 has a finish, which really plays a profound impact on, on the overall flavor. And this one, because it doesn't have it, because this is just barrel aged, um, is 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 why it, it tastes, as you said, maybe more bland than the you other. You know, I think that's a good point. It is, and I will say, second drink, no cigar. Way to go, buddy! I think you put nailed it right on the head. It uh, it does. It's the iodine, like you said. It's very. Uh, I don't want to say bland because it's not bland, but it's not antique-ish like we found in some things. Kind of reminds me of Evan Williams uh, bourbon because Evan Williams, there's like a, uh, I don't know if it's a six, seven year, whatever. Yeah, if you it rip It comes, the, it hits you just a little bit and then boom, it's gone. Rip the vanilla away from Evan Williams. Like, I think that's what that gone. is. And yeah. this is like a finer version of that, but yeah. I think the, the Bushmills 10 definitely had more of a citrus, more solid floral to it. And I will say, though, initially, that first drink, it was like, oh, shit, that's way better. But then you come into the second one, and you bring it down and through, and it is, and with no cigar, right? No smoke, no nothing. It is, it's not bland, but it's flat. I'll say that. It's flat. Instead of, like, instead of like sound waves and bouncing around, it's just flat. You know? Um, I'm just going to run it around and say I don't think I'm a fan of Irish whiskey. <laughs> just, well, listen. I'm just gonna lay it out there. Here's my that. thought: Do I like it? Have I enjoyed it? Yeah, I, I think so. But I mean, pull the real rabbits out of the of the hat that we enjoy, because I mean, I'm just like, hey, St. Patty's Day, all right. Well, but, I happen to have my my favorite. I, but I, I will say, we all have different taste profiles, and I'm not here to sway anybody either way. I think it's been enjoyable trying these, but so, it ain't my cup of tea. I, 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 it's fun tasting these ones. Right, I, 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 absolutely. I, 
I, I, I, Green Spot kind of earned my my my, my brand loyalty. Well, I was leaving those out because we don't have them on the table. Yeah. Because that we even talked about that last year. I listened to last year's podcast this morning. Yeah. We talked about it because we said the same thing. We're like, we're gonna try Irish whiskey. Well, because so, we drank one Irish whiskey and then we went to fucking Booker's. <laughs> well, there's a, there's actually a guy down in Rolla that has a bar and, and I can't think of the name. But he has quite a collection of the green spots. I don't know if there's four or five at this point. I don't know. But he was kind of a bourbon slash scotch guy, and he really enjoyed the green spot. It's like both of uh, he enjoyed both worlds, a little bourbon and a scotch, and I tried it and I liked it. And then we've had it on the podcast at least once, right? Maybe well, he had, he had a special edition green spot, so that was even harder to find. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had, he, because there's, they brought red back, right? Red spots back? Yes. So there's red, yellow, and green. And yellow's the 15, green's the 12, red is 8, 10. Red is older, so, and they, they even have blue now. Oh, okay. But yellow's 15, right? Green is 10? Or green is 12. I know green green's 12. 12. Green's 12. Is yellow's, yellow 10? Yellow's 14. 14, okay. Um, I was in the area. That makes sense. I was, I was working it out. Um, so they've got their baseline, right? And then, like, the one he had was a special cask finishing. And you want to talk hard-to-find Irish whiskeys? You can find green spot on the shelf any day of the week at Total Wine, right? Yellow, eh, I think wine and cheese always has yellow. I've never personally seen a red in person. I didn't even know there was a blue. Um, but those barrel finishes of green spot, Irish whiskey, no, for, forget about it. There's no fucking way. It's insane. So the, the other one, there was, are you familiar with Nippon Castle? Not not just the brand, but the the place. What did you say again, my friend? Napogue Castle. Napogue. Yes, it's spelled with a K. So, but it's pronounced Napogue Castle. Um, that's, Is that's, that down off of Lime? Because I saw a, a castle literally on Lime Ferry the other day. This guy has built a whole castle down on Lime. But is this out of the country or? Yes, it's in Ireland. Okay, good. Uh, so, so the so the story it's it's, it's a so I, I recommend. Okay, my my collection's in storage right now, so I I, I can't share. But but I, I have I have several expressions of of, of Nepal Castle. Um, I, I I really like a lot of their the stuff that they put out. Um, but I especially like the story. You know, like one of the things that we, that, that we talked about specifically on this podcast. Like think back on the. Uh, the the the, the um, uncle nearest when when we sat when we sat with, with Lavar, you know the, there were, there was there was so much of, of that discussion that was that was that was about story. Napoke Castle has a hell of a story, and it's worth reading about it. I mean, I can kind of summarize. I mean, there, there, there's a there 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 was an American investor. send that to me. I'd love to read about. Yeah, it. I mean the story the short of it is there 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 was there was an American investor bought bought an old rundown castle in Ireland decided he was going to fix it up and in the process he found some really old bar- lots of barrels of whiskey that were just in in the cellar and 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 he started bottling them a, a little a little bit at at, at a time bonus and and the, and then, and, the, and then releasing them i i'm pretty sure the vintage was 1951 and so they've been aging for a really long time and and for a while, there. I'm, I'm I'm not suggesting that it was easy to find, but what I am suggesting is that if you go to 
the best whiskey bars in the United States, or uh, some of the best among the, in, the, in the world, like for example, Jack Rose in 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 DC, until COVID hit, had one of the, one of the biggest whiskey collections in in the United States, and they had it on their menu, and so they would you order it, they they, they climb the wooden ladder. You know, that has wheels that goes all the way around the place. It's a whiskey library, and they 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 take it off the top shelf, and they'd set this this, this bottle in front of you so you can so you can so you can check it out as you, as as you're tasting it. And I I always wanted to have it. I was I waited years because I wanted to do it with 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 my friend who lives there and my, and my wife. And by the time I finally got both of them in in that bar at the same time, they were out of it Ugh. forever. Damn. But it's a really cool story. I will definitely send you the, the link. It's a, I, I, I so I, I, I love the story, and 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 of course what they're what they're selling now is mostly like, twelve year age, fourteen year age, different, different, with different finishes. But so it's it's not you know from that original batch that he discovered in the cellar. But it's it's it they're they're, they're good products. I I've really enjoyed what I've tried. I was uh, and this is off. Um, off topic right now but i took my mom and my sister up to grafton have you been to have you any of you guys been to grafton so up in grafton there's a little section you've got like the piasaw grill and bar you've got the third shoot and then there's the gold strike or the gold bar and then i think it's bob's place or whatever but it's just houses that they've converted into bars and they've done an excellent job of making them interesting and fun and then uh i took my mom and them in there and we, we went in and then they had a back patio and there was actually like a stone i don't want to say grotto but maybe at one point uh they did a cold storage so i'm talking maybe 15 to 20 feet of an arched stone like grotto or cone storage and uh, it was absolutely fabulous i mean they had some uh uh like propane fireplaces in there which i thought was interesting considering the fact that propane in any uh closed area you get the uh what is the uh carbon dioxide but there was a big enough opening that it was coming out but i, I just was thinking of our crew we would freaking love to do like a deal there it would be awesome thought we would enjoy because you don't see too many places like that i thought that would be a great afternoon for us to go up and podcast and graft and if, if have you been there no and i know he has i have not no. it would be absolutely fabulous i did not take a picture of it and that's fine so, so you don't see it ahead of time and it would be fun we, we could really enjoy that Another thing, I'm just thinking because of the green spot and some of this new stuff that's come to light, man, I mean, new information, uh, to do an all-day, uh, spend the night affair at the farm and maybe have an on-the-road um, where a we podcast could, in the truck? Well, a podcast on the road where we can, okay, uh, we're going to take our break. We're going to be in Rala, and then we're going to do the cigar, the new Leatherwood. We can totally do that. Cigar bar in St. James. We can do the balcony in Sybil's, and we can spend, you know, an afternoon or whatever, and then end back at the, the farm. And I, I thought that would be fantastic, you know. Excited about the future. We've been held back. 
Definitely. Craft Impura is about ready to break out. We got, um, we oh, got, another. we've smoked onto our, uh, we've got our first cigar here. So another. another. Um, we're getting rolling on that. I'll have to show you the another, another brand worth checking out. Also, that 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 I have, that I just happen to have a lot of experience with is, is Teeling, Teeling Irish whiskey. It's it, it it falls in the Bacardi portfolio, but in this case, it wasn't a brand that, that Bacardi just bought. They 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 bought a stake in it, and, and so that they could invest in it. So they they they, they increased production, they they increased distribution, but the family still still the. the the current generation of that family still owns and, and, and operates it. So th they do some really good stuff too. Totally. Have you ever heard, is it Tomini, Tominian? Tomlican. What was it? Tomlican. Tomlican? The 40 yeah. year. Yes. This was a 47 year. Um, and, and well, in and middle. Somebody, a friend of mine was asking me about it and I texted Middleton Mark. owns it, right? Yes. Yes, thank you. God damn it. And it was a 47 and he said, well, just find out if it's a blend or if it's a straight uh, it's a thing it's, a it's almost a single malt scotch it's just like i told you in that text i said if you're a big 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 money guy and you got the money you want to throw down on it now i've never drank it well, this out of glazer glazier southern yeah they have it yeah you know, they, yeah just major brands also has fucking king alexander dalmore and 40-year mccallum so you know it's just if you've got the greenbacks yeah if you've go got a wholesale cost of twelve thousand dollars i mean go nuts bro have fun so uh, my, my my real big study in the, in the teeling was i i submitted an entry in in their big cocktail competition and i really overdid it on the, you know how i i, I said just smelling that this Bushmills tonight, I, I, I called it floral, but, but it's not because I was expecting floral. I, I actually smelled it, so I, I wanted to really accentuate that quality in the in, in the dealing because I think it's there's some degree present in a lot of Irish whiskey, especially if it's finished in something. So with dealing, I I, I I used I, I used kind of a, 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 a edible flowers that I that I dehydrated and ground into a powder with a mortar and pestle, and I and I and I created a a, a, a rim on Is one. Is that side. that flower that numbed my mouth? Yes. Yeah. That was one of the. You talking about the buzz button from Fraser's? Those yeah, yellow did, flowers yes, from the yes, Ozarks. Yes, but I used it in a different way. And, and I, I ate like three I, of them. I, I'm drooling for an I, hour. I, I bought fresh flowers. I used some of the fresh flowers. Some of them, some of them, I, I dehydrated and, and I and I and I ground as part as part of my my, my, my rim. And then the other thing is I, I created um, a, a lavender, a, a hydro lavender, in an atomizer. So so when I, when I served the, the, the drink because it was with, with an egg white, so it has the has the, the kind of foamy top. I, I spray the this this hydro lavender over the top with the idea that that. It doesn't really taste like anything, but but you can smell the, the, the lavender. Okay, here's my question about that because I know you also uh, invested some time in sending in a cocktail for um, Uncle you never Nearest. Heard it. Uncle Nearest, correct? Um, so I, you've so seen the Uncle Nearest cocktail of, calendar? Well, so I okay, I did, I did my my entry didn't count because because they 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 wanted an Instagram video. I posted photos. Okay, so, so here's my only thought though. So have you seen uh, the Uncle Nearest uh, cocktail calendar? Yes. Okay, here's my thought though. So, okay, so the average Joe picks that calendar up. I love Uncle Nearest, I'd love to make a cocktail. But when I read through them, I'm like, where the hell 
am I going to get these syrups? Because every one of them had a special syrup. Well, yeah. Had a special bitter. And then it's like, if you try to reproduce those cocktails, I mean, what are we talking? Three, four, five hundred dollars to go get those syrups, bitters. Well, and the thing is, when you look up those Instagram handles for some of these guys online, they're like high profile yes. bartenders That's in right. Vegas, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. So they've got all these natural raw syrups but, that so cost you a, even any of those syrups well, but, that but they've so, made. Right. Now, yeah, but then that, you're talking how, the how shit he's talking about. Joe well, really make a cocktail so that, that's 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 true they, they did allow stuff like that in, the, in that contest and 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 actually the real reason that, that I, I I decided not to submit a video I look I, I, I look at my competition and some of these were very professional videos it they they, 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 they had they had a professional holding the camera they, they, they had professional editing in in, in, in these videos they, they they must have taken multiple takes because because these people I mean I know that some people can seamlessly tell their personal story as and, and, and not and still do the measurements in their heads for a cocktail so they were they were successful in doing that but but they also had you know fancy lettering and stuff it's a there 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 was there was definitely a money operation for it well not everybody i mean listen what i think we do on craft imperial what i like about it we keep it simple uh, it's like the kiss technique, you know, keep it simple, stupid. And what I don't really care for about that cocktail menu or calendar is I just don't think it's geared towards the average person that may want to try one of those cocktails. I mean, like even the cocktails I make, which I think are good, it's all base with stuff you can go over to your local grocery store get these products you can yes. have them and you can make a good baseline whether it's margarita pina colada or a good manhattan with all just ready available stuff yes. in the store that you and your friends can enjoy I, to well, me I, that's I, what i would rather be putting so out I, that's I, true but i also think a lot of people that take that calendar it just sits near where their whiskey's at or their their liquor's at and it's a cool picture on the month that's, you know what i'm saying that's, that's true but but reading the contest rules it was here's I, I I actually was really excited about about what I thought they were going to do with it. I thought this was a, a unique marketing campaign in response to to the, the industry trends that came with the coronavirus. So the idea was that it, these twelve winners that are featured in, in each month, the uncle nearest would, would put together a, a kit with all of the ingredients. So you and they do it nationwide. So you walk in you walk into your favorite liquor store in St. Louis. And they're selling this Uncle Nearest kit for March, and this was the the March cocktail, and so that you you just have all the ingredients right there, not not some not not fancy homemade stuff that 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 that, that only a special specialist can know, and it's a proprietary thing. It yeah, was, that's I hear so it. so it, it 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 didn't come out the way that I expected it would. That's Nor true. me. Because right. I cannot find coconut, pineapple, alligator, nail syrup. <laughs> or of or uh, four clover bitters from Ireland uh, for a special cocktail from All right, guys. Uncle Nearest. All right, so we're going to take our quick break. We're going to finish up on this, tell them more do, and move on to what's next. Uh, the Irish was good. We'll keep the Guinness going, but we're going to come back to uh, the Americans that think they're Irish and probably jump into some bourbon, I think. So we'll be back oh, here we, in a few we minutes. We will jump into some bourbon. You guys check this out from Wildwood Pub, and we'll see you soon. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food. 
a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill nightlife and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside experience their four to five bay golf simulator full 18 holes to a driving range go into wildwood pub mention you heard about them on craft imperial podcast and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays drop in grab a drink have some awesome food amazing people and enjoy all right everyone we're back um uh scooby drew thank you for handling the bottles and turning them in for us man absolutely um how are you feeling on that uh four kicks as we get through um getting creamy getting real creamy yeah i um, think i think this one definitely builds as it gets to the end are you changing it all on the score i'm with him it's very creamy it's like a cream puff now yeah i guess it's kind of my fault i've been comparing it to the one i know um can't do it all starts off much different body than uh was that the 2020 or is the 2019 what kappa special yeah 20 20. Um, well but it's also i i'm i'm not gonna look this up i just want to see how much crown is not I, i'm pretty sure kappa special is mostly nicaraguan too i think it's completely so. different build it's not now what's really cool that we do have in stock that you're not seeing much anywhere anymore because a lot of the big crown head dealers push through all of them we have crown head four kicks yep and then we have the original four kicks in the maduro yep so it's a nicaraguan maduro on top of the same ecuadorian dominican binder and filler and stuff yeah. so um mr brian snyder big daddy how you doing say hi hi he's got a mic on he can hear you you're that guy you are that guy yeah, you like that he looks good doesn't he I look like a child again. He looked like he lost like another 10 pounds. All right, uh, Cowboys. I'm so really hippie in the group now. We got, uh, yes, you, no. Look at this He's fucking man bun. man bun bullshit he going on. Is, okay, first of all, you can't even compare me to him. Why not? He's got like you great man woman hair. You I can mean, man bun like, that shit. He can do like some pig. I got like some crazy ass old curls hanging on the back of me. You know That's what? about it. Because maybe because of COVID, maybe not. It's trending. Hey, I want to ask, did you get me a shirt or did you just buy yourself one and you think you're cool? Don't flex your little bird chest at me. Flex your bird chest. So, uh, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Flexing the bird chest. <laughs> you bird chest. Speaking of friends. It's a pretty good chest for a bird, though. Actually, somebody. You some, seen a pigeon, bro? Somebody. Pigeon's got breasts. Actually, it's a little bird chest. Apart, apart from, from really being proud to support the company, I watched somebody make this shirt. It, it it took her hours because because each of the colors. Who did that? Are, are, I'm sorry, I can't think of her name. Arch Pearl. No, no, no. She did it in front of me. Okay, so she oh, she so it's she, like she, that. she pressed it in. in, in I introduced you to the artist. And well, why can't we get something made? Oh, well, because he's fucking stingy. Oh, man. It's not, cool. it's not my t-shirt company. Bitch, please. That's my we tattoo artist, motherfucker. That's my artist. Uh, I let you borrow her. <laughs> now you suck on her pen and get tattooed. It's <laughs> anyway. All right. So all right. So is everybody? Let's cheers this. Yeah. Um, let's do this. Let's skin. get into this up, big skin. Uh, even cowboy, though it's March Madness, who cares? That's all right. Uh, cowboy talk about it. Let's get some pig skin in here. 
Because I am loving this more that I drink it. And especially after now that it's, we've opened it. It seems like these bookers, when you get about halfway through, that's when they're just at their peak. I, I don't know. They just taste fantastic. Well, I, w I will say, oh, to the first question you asked that kind of passed by, the Booker's release, 2021-01, yeah. we still don't have it. Nothing online. No, nothing. nothing online. Nothing like talking well, with They didn't blazers. put anything online with this. It just showed up. Dude, if you still look at, if, you, if this is what's funny to me, if you still go to Booker's website and look at the current batch, it's Granny's batch. That's the current batch. And that was 2001. I was in Total Wine and More. I'm like, hey. I go, I got the new Booker's. He goes, we've not even heard about it. I'm like, yeah, it's in my card. Yeah. Uh, Whatever the hell, pigskin? Yeah. Pig I went to I went to uh, the Friar Tuck, um, and I was I had to go by the the old house, pick some things up, and, and change locks and shit like that, and stop by Friar Tuck. They had six of them on the show. Bought another one. You know, I mean, it's that they're out there, they're ready to go, but it's really interesting what's going down with Booker's and Jim Beam in a whole. Like there's releases now because we know jim beam's got what 200 skews or some shit like all kinds of crazy stuff and um they got there's every nothing is updated nothing is you're not to a point where it's coming out what's being set what's gonna run none of it's there and bookers up until 20 you know what granny's batch was that oh one or oh two of 2020 I don't know. One? Okay, so... I think 2020 only had three, so, so it, it was Granny, Granny's Batch. And then Boston. Boston, and then Pigskin, pig yes. So Granny's Bitch. Until Granny's Bitch. That's what we thought it said. That's why I was so excited when I got it. I was like, oh my God, this is Granny's Bitch. And then we pulled it closer after drinking. It says, I'm like, we, we drank the bottle. I was like, uh, it says Batch. Huh. It's not as cool. So one of the bottles at home, I actually, with a permanent marker, put an eye on it. Thought I'd have fun with it. Um, but... Uh, since then, they haven't updated the website. Nothing's changed. Its current batch is this. Previous batch is nah, 1904, which was whatever. I don't remember those names all the time, but um, it should be coming. Originally, when 03 dropped in 2020, so the pigskin dropped right there in October, like football, because we bought it the same day. You were going to surprise me, and I sent you a picture. That's I'm like, oh, my God, really what bizarre, I found. But it was this weird thing that happened because no one knew it was coming. No. It wasn't supposed to be there. I was actually Riviera 2 out in St. Charles having lunch, and I walked back, and there was one on the shelf, and I'm like, what the hell is that? I was so pumped, and then I two hours later, you're like, oh, look what I found. I'm like, yeah, I just found a chip. All the wind out of my sails. Well, what you said was, oh, I was going to surprise it to you, bro. See you tonight. But, oh, yeah, I just found it, too. Yeah. Right exactly. on. Exactly. Sweetheart. Um, but Booker's is always a fun of ours. We know that. Um, it's great. It's fantastic. I, I was talking about this today or last night with somebody. You know the only Booker's that ever let me down? Um, hold on a minute. Let me think about it. Uh, we, I think we all agreed the night we had it. Well, was it the kitchen table? Nope. I don't know. Tell me. Russian, you'll remember this. The night we drank that 30th anniversary Booker's. 
had the gold wax, the whole thing. That's the only bookers that ever let me down. Oh, you're talking about the, was it 27 uh, or whatever? I, I don't know. 30th so, anniversary. 30th anniversary. Actually, the 30th had, had silver wax, and I agree with you. I didn't like that one, but I do I do like Oh, the 25th had gold. 25th yeah, gold. Yeah, 20th. Also, the, the other bookers that, that I, 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 I love, actually, there's a guy who... who I don't know if I've ever introduced him to you. I, I've had this long-standing tradition of going to his house on St. Patty's Day because he lives in downtown right on the parade route. And he, when, when, the, when that 25th was released, also when Booker's released their, their, their special rye that retailed at $300 a bottle it, and it, you know instantly sold out when it came out, he somehow managed to buy lots of both of those. So when, when I was at his house, he would, he would pull those out, and those those, those are amazing. Those those are those are those are those are not only like bourbon unicorns, but um, oh my god, it, dude! The tw- a t- bottle of twenty fifth anniversary Booker's is like eight nine grand right now. And I'm sure the rye is even more expensive. And he just didn't even know they made a rye. That it has it has the green wax and the same the same sort of box. But he happened to be at a place when they when they first came out, and 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 they sold him their entire inventory. So he. Well, this is what I don't understand. When you listen to the major distiller, the master distillers, they said every bourbon has a sweet spot, and it's somewhere between uh, let's just say six and nine years. It amazes me that they put these big years out like a 15 a 20 a 25 Hodge we've talked about this right the only time that age statement on a bourbon bottle is 100% true is a bottle in mine with bourbon the age on the bottle is whatever the oldest age in the blend in the bottle is right so that's the thing with Pappy so they can take like five or six different barrels and then they come up with a numerical number yeah. like this is yeah. going to be our 25th anniversary no well, well yeah they, they do that for however they do that but like the biggest example i always use is 23 year pappy everyone's like it's 23 years old i'm like no this much of that bottle is 23 years old but it's the bulk of the blend in the barrel that gets the age yeah but that's why and that, that's the reason why when you look at bourbon right so Realistically, if you found 23 on a shelf, if it wasn't priced out crazy like it is, that's a $600 bottle of, of bourbon, okay? Right? A 23-year-old scotch that is one year, one month, and a day within that age statement in the barrel, that bottle is five, $6,000. That's also because there, there's not 800 barrels of 23 year old scotch but back to the original question why are they even leaving bourbon in the barrel that long uh blending technique i, I have no idea but the biggest example but you understand that we what show, i'm saying if they're saying the sweet spot for for bourbon in general across the master distilleries what they're saying why are they leaving bourbon in there that long well i i, I guess i can see it to see why how that's going to taste how it's sure but that's why we've, we've talked and, about like the worst reviewed bourbon of all time was 27 year heaven hill that was a true 27 year bourbon put into a bottle we I, I believe you tried it with me yeah it was hard we, we, it, it was like i've never licked charcoal but i would imagine if i opened my cowboy charcoal to fill my egg and licked it with some water it tastes better than that bourbon did 
That's what uh, Johnny Walker, 250 bottle of Blue Label tasted to me. First time I had it. Johnny Walker Blue tastes like cough syrup to me. It just tasted but like somebody like ran a, something no. through cardboard and put it in my glass. <laughs> you are there, but I was like, oh my God, that cost $250. I'm not a meth junkie, so NyQuil's <laughs> not my jam. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, Andrew, how's that four kicks, man? Scooby Drew. I'm enjoying it, actually, so much. Um, the amount it's changed starts from this earthy, wood, spicy, just bomb in your mouth, and it's just cream. Yeah, trying to, me too. Trying to compare it to anything, but no, that's cool. I don't, I don't think I can. And you've been building your palate up like crazy. I mean, it's yeah. been pretty cool. Um, Cowboy, what do you think, man? I'm ready to giddy up to something different. All right, well, you got to finish smoking out. <laughs> uh, Matt hey, Russell, it's all about honesty. I mean, I'm in four an hour or something in, and um, I visited this cigar. And it's good, and, and actually, it pairs pretty well because that pigskin has got a lot of uh, giddy up in it, and this is kind of a creamy puff right now. Mm -hmm. So it kind of balances itself out a little bit right now, so I'm enjoying the end of this, but I'm ready to get it on with some yeah, couple other cigars. It's St. Patrick's Day. We're going to get nice St. Patrick's Day. We're going to have a good home. time. I'm my truck here. So I have no idea what that, that logo that is. Right I want to hear more about his screen printing friend and artist. Well, it's the Bush light. It's the Bush label. It says Arch Nemesis Tattoo. It's my tattoo artist that I introduced you to, and he didn't get me a fucking shirt. I'm talking to you. So okay, you said that. So the the, 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 the shirt was. Pretty and is she coming? Or is that I mean, imagine so, it's a she? Well, I I, I invited her. It she is. said she's coming. And, you know, so uh, the shirt was produced in quantity of one. It wasn't actually produced for me. It was produced for somebody else who wanted to buy it, and I said, I want I want that. And, and, and so uh, they It's like me. a softball tee yeah, or something. Yeah, they, they allowed me to That's buy exactly it. what that is. So Good they, for you, Hodge. They allowed Hodge. me to buy Good this for one, you. They're going to give the uh, next, they're going to sell the next one to Travis is wearing a softball tee too. Yes, he is, but it's got, he's got a button down V on it. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. It is St. Patrick's Day. Let's talk. Uh, now, everyone's had their drunken St. Patty's Day parties. Everyone goes out and does this. Now, unfortunately, in St. Louis, St. Louis probably has, next to Boston and Chicago, probably have the best St. Patrick's Day parades. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? So, Chicago, obviously... Probably Boston, Chicago, St. Louis. In that... Now, I, I'm, so I've probably been to, fair order. I'm not sure. So I, I, I've been to the Chicago parade where they die, they die the river, and I've been to multiple in Boston. I've never, I've never done Dogtown or anything down here. I haven't done them. I always end up at the bar before, and I end up not leaving. So it just well, they have way. one huge one in St. Louis, and then usually that comes on a Saturday, and then St. Patrick's Day usually follows on an odd day. Sometimes it's all at one, but then Dogtown has a parade. You know, most of the time, don't you get like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for St. Patrick's? It's like, or yeah, like okay, so it's on a Wednesday. Everybody's gonna blow it out on Saturday, but then the truest. I'll go to Dogtown and kick it out all day long in Dogtown, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah, so that's what we've always done. Let's kind of go here. Um, what are some of your favorite things to do on St. Patrick's Day? Probably the same thing that I do every day. 
get a good cigar, get some drinks, get with some friends. And then of course, you probably get some green beads going, you get with some friends and hopefully one of those girls comes by on the float and you know, some candy. Shows us some eye candy, absolutely. Yeah. And then we're golf cart crew. You know, we actually, I said a long time ago, we should do the golf cart chronicles. Because I have a group of guys that all have golf carts and we travel all around the downtown area. The Dalton brothers, uh, especially Dave Dalton, has been golf carting for 10 plus years. And I've uh, been doing it with him for a long time. Absolutely freeing, an amazing experience um, to do those with him. Um, but yeah, just getting out amongst the crowds. I mean, and you know what? How crazy is going to be when we get back to that? Well, that's the big question. When? Hopefully sooner than later. Uh, Starting to trend that I way. I would say mid. I would say, and all. Let, let's be fair. August, September. Well, I was saying because you know here they opened up fifty percent later curfew, whatever it is, but. I've been saying since they did that early February, I think that once St. Paddy's Day passes, since that's a big group thing, you know, you go out there with thousands of people. I think once today passes, maybe a week, two weeks from now, start opening up, allow people to go see their family. I think there'll be a trial period, like maybe end of April, May, they'll open stuff up, see how it goes, and if it goes bad, move, shut it all down. But but then you're just, but then you're just backtracking. I don't think you can shut it all down again because people are going to go and no, right. I think you're right. People are still somewhat concerned about getting out or not even opening up. But I think if you go back to a full shutdown, you're you're going to be worse than where you actually started, especially from people's mental. but no, favorite thing to do on St. Paddy's Day, I don't know. Haven't been to a parade since I was a kid. Always oh. been playing ball. So So you, you're saying you've never been to a Mardi Gras parade in Sular? Oh my no. gosh. I've been I'm uncultured there. I, I've always been playing ball. I've been a judge at the Mardi Gras parade two years at least I wanna say two years I've been a Mardi Gras parade judge and uh, the beads and the crowd is crazy. It used to be like you would go down to Soulard and there would be bars, you'd walk from bar to bar, there'd be a small parade. And now, two, three years ago, it was block parties. Right. Because you can't even get into uh, a specific club it's all tent like you have to reserve like you're going to go to a tent party you're going to hang on a corner after I'm sorry, the parade talking Mardi Gras? we're talking mardi gras but very similar to Saint Paddy's Day. and they'll have like a dj on a corner so it's all street parties down there now after the parade so it's a little different than when i kind of grew up with because i've been in soulard for 40 something years so i've seen it kind of evolve see i just my, my thing about that is i'm i don't like that many people like i don't, I don't like being surrounded by people and not knowing who's who and what's what and you know something pops Can't off move. and you're in the wrong spot maybe i've been involved too many of those like shit gets weird and oh, i, I, I don't like very that. weird scenarios i don't enjoy that um how about this weird scenario 
in the midst of all this heyday shit on Mardi Gras, they have a dog parade. So now you've got all these crazy drunk ass people down there. Now they bring all their freaking crazy ass dogs down there. Sounds and you awesome. got crazy ass dogs nipping at your legs. You're drunk walking around. There's dogs like barking at you, nipping at your legs. It's crazy. Crazy That's shit. insane. So is that what your favorite St. Patty's Day stuff is? Oh, no, I'm just that? sharing moments oh. of parades, Mardi Gras, St. Patty's Day. I've never I've never done the, the Mardi Gras thing. Like I, I feel, here, here's my knowledge, I don't know if this makes any sense. I feel like until you've done Mardi Gras in New Orleans, you can't do it anywhere else. I've never done Mardi Gras. Everybody told me Mardi Gras in New Orleans is insane. I've never done it. I right. do jazz festivals. So here's, and see, and I'm into that. Like, I think that would be fun because here's my thing. I just said I don't like crowds. Well, now, I do like the idea that for like $150, you can get your own 10-minute parade. I'm not against oh, doing that. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> but I've been in my own like, parade for a quarter mile for 150 bucks, and then they drop you off, go back around the circle, pick someone else up, and then it's their song. Their, <laughs> it's hilarious. But for the jazz festival in New Orleans, they've got freaking tons of great artists out at the fairgrounds. But then everybody from Brazil to South Africa, all these musicians come down to New Orleans. So you, you're better bang for your buck is stay away from the fairgrounds because, I mean, I've seen Lenny Kravitz, I've seen all the boys out there. Come spend your time in New Orleans and you'll see like Brazilian flute guys, like four or five guys that are just unbelievable musicians with flutes. And you'll hear them, you'll see a guy who has like, literally a tray he carries a table with water and, the and glass these glasses rings. and he I does all this music with glass. i mean the variety and then bluegrass sandra bullock did that on miss congeniality it's crazy i can just spend the whole day in the quarter just walking around listening to people all these beautiful artists that have just inhibited new orleans it's fantastic that's th th that's awesome i i think that would be really cool what's um andrew some st patrick's day stuff man like what do you like to yeah do? i told him a little bit um never since i was a kid you know candy parade whatever um but i've always had baseball and i saw a video today on twitter um my high school the kids have been there since 9 a.m this morning and they're starting their lifts right now been practicing all day. I never did. And they're anything. doing what right now? Practicing baseball. Yeah. That's oh, that's what we did. Wow. You that's practice baseball. When I yeah, middle school, elementary school, I'd have a tournament. So you get your injections and you go out and hit about right. 100 and get like your injections again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. The old McGuire standard. Right. Yeah. You know how it is. Hit ball far, throw hard, and there you make go. to the yeah. league. Yeah. Hey, how about your boy running for governor down there in Texas? Yeah. Huh? Who? Rogan? All right, all right, all right. Oh, McConaughey? Oh, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. He's He'll doing this it, big, yeah. Uh, he's going to do this big concert. Dude, you got to read his book. Is it book. governor? I mean, is it, I've read some of it. Is, is it, um, is he running for governor or something? He's some political. 
He's well, running he, for he, something in he's Texas. He's in actually. Austin, so he may be running for count or county chair or whatever. Get those homeless people taken care of first off. Dude, you have got to read his book. I'm going to pass this thing around. Green lights? It's... I've talked about it before. It's hilarious because it's it's an autobiography, right? But the way it's written, you've seen enough McConaughey movies, you can hear him talking when you read this book. I just watched one of his movies the other night. Something I watched like The Forest, um, where he goes into the forest. He lost his wife. To, I saw that. I watched Serenity called, the other night. Well, what, what is the one with McConaughey? His wife, he thinks they have cancer. They take the tumor out of her head. It's it's benign, right? So they're super happy, and he's going to the other hospital to transfer. She gets hit by a truck. She's gone, and then he goes to Japan oh, to it. this forest. It's called the Forest of something, and he ends up going into this forest. It, it was really a, a pretty damn good movie. I was really surprised. No, I have not. It. Oh, so I, watch it, dude. You'll really dig yeah, that. I'm gonna look it up. I'm a, I'm a huge McConaughey fan, man. You know. I that. like the one where he's looking for the. Um, I saw it like a year ago. Uh, he's like a boat guy or something, and he's looking for some gold. Gold's or, gold. Well, no, that's one of them. But this is another. Serenity. Maybe it's Serenity. Where he he's actually in a video game. His son. He realized he's a video game. His son kills his stepdad. I don't know. Hmm. It, may, it may be that. Uh, there's also Sahara. That might be Sahara. Where he's no, on this boat. Was, he was a boat guy. Yeah, it's a he Sahara's was like a living in the Keys or some shit. But anyway, that's that's fool's gold. He's living in the Keys. Yeah. Well, who's he play that with? There's a hot. Is that? Um, it's Goldie Hawn's daughter. Right. Kevin Hart's in it. Yeah. The whole. I don't think it's. I think it's a different one. I'll, it's fool's I'll gold. It yeah. It's it's got um. Goldie Hawn's daughter, whatever. Oh, do that one too, Brian. What's going come on here. Do something sexy, like hold my, hold my. Photo bombing me. <laughs> um, yeah, but McConaughey is the fucking man. Uh, Andrew, you got to bounce. Yes, I do. All right, Scooby Drew. Scooby Drew out. Dude, thanks, man. Thanks for handling the bottles, of Thank course. You. Thanks for being my boss. You're a good dude. I love Not it. your boss, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was fun. We'll do all it right, again man. Soon. Yeah, man. Right. You know it. Be out. Be right easy. on. Oh, yeah. You tell uh, Chico. Chico. Chico, I said, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Soifer. Uh, oh, so so St. Patrick's Day, man. I've always I've always been so the parades are always cool. I like them, but St. Patrick's Day has always been. It's literally like the. <laughs> this is kind of funny. It's like the one night a year where like I'm Irish, right? I'm not as Irish. I'm probably more Irish than, than most that pretend it, right? But I don't I don't ever play into any of that. But it's fun to I, I like to play into the fun kind of nonsense on it, right? Like Well, they say everybody's the Irish on St. Patty's Day. Uh, okay. But no, I'm sorry. I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not I'm This guy's not, quoting I'm not, Boondock Saints. Well, but, come on, man. It's St. Patrick's Day. Everyone's Irish tonight. Yeah. Okay, shut up. That's not what I meant. But also, but, I mean, no, but so, it's cool. It's it's, it's it's like St. Patrick's Day. And one thing I want to note on, right? So yesterday we're at work, and someone said, "Are we going to have Irish car bombs?" 
I said that. You said that, yeah. And I went, well, here's the thing. So, fun trivia fact. You know in Ireland you cannot order an Irish car bomb? You do know why, right? I do not okay, know why. Okay, because of the Irish Civil War in, the, in 18, I want to say it was 1884, Northern Irish planted four car bombs in, in, in uh, Belfast and killed 34 people. So the drink, the drink in Ireland is either called a bomb or an Aaron Go Bra. Ireland forever. And you drop Bailey's, Bailey's and Irish whiskey, doesn't have to be Jameson, into a Guinness and you drink it down. If you go to Ireland and request an Irish car bomb, they, I believe they pour you what's called the soup dish. So all the liquor that falls onto the bar that they scrape into the dish, they pour it into a glass and hand it to you. That's Ooh. an Irish car bomb. Well, I don't know. I think I've always had a little Jameson and then a little Bailey's in that and drop it down into you drop the thing it into and half drink the whole thing. Down. And I talked about it this delicious. too. I love it. You know how everybody has that shot that they can drink, right? It's your shot. Everyone's got a shot. You can drink them up. Mine's always been car bombs, right? I, I can sit here and I'm not saying they don't get me drunk, right? I'm not trying to be that tough guy thing. But I can drink bomb after bomb after bomb, sake bombs after over and over and over and over. I can too, but they then what is me. the uh, end result? It's me on my face, <laughs> usually on the floor. So I, I was. I'll get naked and fall on the floor, not the bed. So dur during the the, the, the the months that I was fortunate enough to, to, to live in England, England, not Northern Ireland, um, I I was in enough. Enough pubs where Americans went in and tried to order Irish car bomb, particularly on St. Patty's Day, and and they they, they they get bounced out of some of these places because 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 the English are that they they're very touchy about that because to them those are terrorist acts and we're celebrating that with with with. with well, if you're in Belfast or if you're near St. James Gate, right now, if you go into Kerry, right, getting well, to Kerry, getting to Dublin up in Northern Ireland, order a car bomb. It's a joke. It's yeah, but, literally yeah, but, a joke. Yeah, but but they're also going to provide a tourist experience because Americans. But have you been to Ireland? Expect that. No, no, no. I have. Have you been to Ireland? I know. But but I mean, to some degree, I mean, they're not they're not going to alienate and 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 an, a huge market of tourists, especially because so many Americans, as we just talked about, believe that that they're Irish and maybe more Irish than, than the Irish. You know, the so. funniest thing I've heard about Ireland is people people see the photos of the bright green hills and the rainbows and, and suddenly everyone forgets that rainbows come from rain right like we we know this like same thing you hear about so i've been to scotland right you know we've we talked about mccallan and what i've done with with edrington and all that and being there and, and people go to ireland with fucking flip-flops shorts and they get there and they spend fucking you know three thousand quid on cold weather gear quid yeah irish coin quid you spend that on cold weather gear because it's fucking 55 and raining yeah. 287 days of the year. But, but, well, that's, that's the same. About, about, I mean, it's the same about same climate as as, as England, pr pretty much. And 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 so when when my yeah, but if you get in the right pub in England, 
You just gotta get in the right one. There's not just a little bit of hooligans, but a lot of tourists. Yeah, but but when so so. At, at, well, I'll tell you what. At, at the time that I was there, I have drank I, I, enough beer and thrown up twice, and drank more beer, thrown up again, and drank more beer. Love you, buddy. So I mean, at the time that I was there, I I I, I drove to, to Heathrow to pick to pick up my wife, and who, who, whose luggage had gotten lost some, some somewhere, and 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 so I I I, I took her to to a to a department store in London. To, to buy something and she asked about it she found a sundress and I said well okay you can wear that because I mean there's there's no sun here there's, it's gonna fucking rain and, and and in the first 48 hours she burnt badly because because there was no rain and suddenly there was like this so you were hole. there in those like I don't know like <laughs> 70 days of sun yeah yeah that's like they talk about the the peak heat moments in Scotland right so when, when you look at, since we, we, we talk whiskey on this podcast, right? When you look at, when you get a Highland single malt that's very peated, the reason that finish is always more expensive is that's peat that's cut and sewn in those 60 some odd days where it's direct, the, the, the sea goes calm and it's just sun. It's like the only time Europeans have tans. It's like those 60 some odd <laughs> fucking days. There's sun, right? And, and then that moss, because the sun hits it, right? It's got all the moisture from the year in the ground. The sun hits it, and you get peat moss stacks that grow this fucking high. Instead of you cutting you know, three-inch, four-inch shelves at a time, you're cutting 16-inch shelves with just 16 inches of sun exposure, salt, and water. Just, and then, that's when you drink that whiskey and you go, you breathe like a fucking dragon because it's just fucking heat. Well, burning through it. Actually, what you said just just, just made me think of something. I, I've I've often wondered why no one has attempted to sue Lefroy for their program because, I mean, of course it's 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 a loyalty thing and it's it, it's a cute kind of. Did you say sue them? Yes. So they have they do this thing. It's an, it's it's for advertising. It's a cute stick to to, to to develop brand loyalty. But but when you buy, uh, a, I think it's only the more expensive bottles of Lefroy, like the 18s and, and above. It comes with this coupon that, that you can that you can send in to, to buy one, one, one square foot of, of 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 land in Ireland. Yeah, they, that's like the people that send you something says so you can buy a star. Yeah, but, yeah, but, Fuck but, you. But it's not. It's it's You and a million other people right, named that exactly. star John. Yeah, but, but yeah, so it's. Oh, so guys, to, I just bought a star. Yeah, but it's meant to be. And every night, look, that's mine. Wait, wait, that's mine. Wait, wait, that's mine. All right, I'm sorry, we yeah, got but, a point. But it's, it's meant to be ceremonial. But there are some people who, who, who I, as I learned, take it very seriously. They travel up to Lafroig and they go to the distillery and they're like, where's my land, bitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure they go to Scotland. They're in Lafroig, getting boars, so buying bottles. And like, By the way, where's my land, bitch? Which one part of my land went in this bottle? So that one foot, you put a big concrete post in a little tent and you're like, hey, I'm here for the week. Yeah. Right, you are, you are here. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. All right, guys. I mean, uh, we're going to get into some more pours. You know how it's going to go. 
Um, we're gonna do our little after hours, maybe. We might have to skip one tonight, because, so I do want to talk about, part of us where we're sitting tonight is, we're sitting in the Lit Cigar Lounge custom Dream Seat Loungers. Um, so Dream Seat, this everyone- This is the Dream Seat section? No, this is the, the name of the company, is Dream Seat. Oh, okay. So Dream Seat, they're big, they're big steal. If you've been to an IMAX theater, where you have your own recliner that's real padded, real set in, those are Dream Seats. Dream Seat, about four years ago, got into the lounge business. Not just cigars, but if you go if you go to a, uh, a private club, uh, so here's the only one I can really talk about in Vegas, Club Sapphire, it's probably the greatest strip club in the world, all right? When you buy a booth, you're sitting in, <laughs> Talking about Sapphire. Uh, Sapphire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come sit down, put a mic on. Come on. Come on. Maybe spin Travis, you some... want a mic? You want a mic up, baby? I don't talk about clubs. In public or only online? Oh, <laughs> you hooker. You can twist and dance on your way here. <laughs> um, so that, when you when you line? rent, when you rent a booth, you're sitting in dream seat lounges, <laughs> right? So we've got uh, we're gonna snag a picture of these and show them up. At Lit, we've got four Dream Seat loungers that have a custom Lit Cigar Lounge logo sewn into the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like these seats are, and you're more than welcome to move over if you want, bro. If you wanted to check it out, I'm telling you, it's fucking worth it. It'll steal your soul when you sit down. Well, what do you think? Um, the the the, the chairs are amazing. They are hand stitched, quality leather, super dope. Uh, I don't know anything about packing or padding in a in, in chairs as far as where you sit in them, um, but. That's why we kind of moved tonight. Usually we sit back on the leather couches in the corner, but I wanted to lock these down for the podcast today. And um, they're not uncomfortable. Hold on. Think about it. Ooh, yes. yeah. Yeah, I guess they're pretty to, comfortable. You get to feel like you're wearing fancy pants. I'm just not used to sitting. Ah! Ah! I keep this body um, moving, baby. But yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna finish these cigars. Um, we're gonna have some more Guinness. We're gonna have some more whiskey. Um, and we're gonna wrap St. Patty's with the music and hang out. Of course. Sound good. The only thing I wish is like a bagpiper would just come in from the front door right now and do a little short stand. Play Amazing I Grace. I love bagpiping. Yeah, yeah. So, Amazing Grace on bagpipes steal my soul every fucking actually, day. Actually, it's funny. I I, I ended up. Uh, in, in Dubai on, on St. Patty's Day at least twice and and they they actually brought bagpipers in in, 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 in both occasions that I was well there. you know we know you know Doug from Stanley's yeah he was down at uh, McConnell is it McConnell's down there McGurk's McConnell's McGurk's and, and Soulard. he was down at McGurk's this this afternoon around one o'clock and they had pipers playing in the yard yeah, he, well, put a, he put a video on Instagram. I went to William Jewell College for four years, graduated, thank you. And um, every morning, there was a bagpiper at William Jewell that went on the farthest end. And it was like way out by the baseball fields, just short of the golf, the William Jewell golf course. And he would practice every morning around six. And I would plan my run somewhere up there around the bagpipes to hear him. So it's kind of a special thing for me. And you've been to Big Cedar. I wanted to bring that up. That is probably one of the most 
honorable things that happens every night is that firing of, the, of the Civil War candle at, uh, camel. Civil War cannon at dusk, and then a bagpiper plays all five military hymns in a row. In a row. It, it's absolutely and I mean, fantastic. show me one guy that's been drinking half a day who doesn't shed a tear when that damn bagpipe starts. I don't care if you just woke up. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, are you crying? I'm like, I'm not crying. I'm shedding some tears of joy because I'm listening to these bagpipers, which I love and have a rich history with. Uh, from William Jewell, and I absolutely freaking love him. Yeah, I, re I recorded video of that the second time we were out there, uh, Wahine and I, like doing our thing, and and man, I, I gotta tell you what, the first time it was holy shit. The second time, just listen to the, listening to someone talented enough to harp away on a bagpipe. Hey, you, you, you could take any song on a bagpipe and play it through pipes. It's fucking mesmerizing. It, it's insane. Excuse me. You're welcome. Yes. That was like... All right. Well, let's do this. You know how we sign this out, guys. We're going to drink some more whiskey. Happy St. Patty's from all of us at Craft Imperial. The Viking, I'm going to take out. Hey. Metrosexual Mike, follow him on Instagram. That's our cigar smoking stud from somewhere in fucking Illinois. He said some word, I don't know where it's at, so. Where are you at? Monmouth. Monmouth? Like Mammoth? Yeah, close enough. Mammoth, Illinois. <laughs> uh, it's Viking, I'm out, guys. Cheers, Skull, Aaron Gobras, Bourbon Cowboy, wishing you guys a happy uh, St. Patty's Day, but we're gonna giddy up here for a little while. I can I can breathe the Irish Russians. Right, right? The best, uh, best Irish accent go. Oh no. No? Alright, best uh, Irish accent go. I don't even Irish accent. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got a pot of gold. <laughs> Alright. As we sit here and we enjoy these whiskeys and we follow through. Once we get done with these, we're gonna drink a little more Guinness. We're going to put these down, then we're going to smoke these cigars. Once we finish these, we're going to lean back in these chairs and enjoy ourselves a few more. From the Viking, here at Craft Imperial, we're out. Oh, that was excellent.